I've got something special for you. House of Low is doing a virtual masterclass this coming Thursday, April 28th. It is called Activating Abundance Daily because you're worth that abundance. You're worth it all. I'm so honored to create this space virtually so that anybody can come from all over the world if they want. In this masterclass, we're going to focus on shifting away from a scarcity mindset rooted in lack in a safe space where we can fully witness and see each other. You will discover ways to tune into your desires and tap into the power of setting intentions. You have that power. And this space activates that. The most important piece to this masterclass is we will speak out loud to activate the abundance you are claiming. Claiming. The power of being in a space with other women activating the abundance that you're calling in is unmatched. I've done it many times. I've witnessed it. I've created it. And I watch things flow in. Everything is about the energy we move in and the energy we put towards what we desire. This is going to be a very flowy masterclass. It's going to feel really fun and light and inspirational. And you will start to experience shifts in your perception and stronger beliefs that you are worthy of your deepest desires. We live in an abundant universe full of endless possibilities. It's time we tap in. The only piece that is required from you is to believe you are worthy. I hope you'll join me. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up. On to today's episode, which I'm so excited about. Today's tea is on integrating universal laws into your business with Michelle Boulet, who I absolutely adored talking to. She is a transformational life and business coach, healer, and dancer who helps creative executives and entrepreneurs all over the world clarify and manifest their visions with more confidence, impact, and alignment towards their truth. I'm so grateful that we talked a lot about this conversation in business and how consciousness plays a role in that. The new earth, new business, goals versus intentions, what it looks like to build a heart-centered business, and what it looks like to tap into the universal laws that are all around us that have been around since the beginning of time. And I think if we start to take advantage of these laws and tap into them and understand them, our mission and purpose in our business can expand beyond our wildest dreams. I hope you enjoy today's tea and I hope that you know that you are always able to shift your energy and tap into the universal laws all around us. Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go.
All right, here we are. And I'm so excited that I have Michelle Boulet on today, who is joining me for a very special episode of the Tea On. Today, we are going to talk about the Tea On applying and integrating universal laws into your business as an entrepreneur. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I would love for you to give a little background on you, what you're doing, and what you're excited about right now. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a life and business coach, and I also have an extensive background as an energy healer and a dancer. And I guess just to quickly say the reason I do what I do is because ever since I was a child, I was always fascinated by allowing for something greater to move through us. And I definitely looked into that with dancing. And the way I got better at it was I got injured. And I failed a lot. And through those injuries, I was introduced to a more holistic way of working with my body, eventually working with consciousness and energy healing. And then eventually with growing my business, looking at spiritual prosperity and how even prosperity is something that is is an act of allowing something greater to move through us. So in all the work I do with my clients privately or in my group work, I'm always inviting a person to tune into who are you and what is your full potential that you're here to express and how can I help you step into that? Mm. Yeah. Who are you? That is the million dollar question. And (laughs) I love what you do and I love what you teach. So I'm really excited to, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot from you in this conversation as well. To get us started though, the question I always ask on the House of Low podcast is, what does it mean to come home to you? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a direct follow-up of that question of who are you? And I find that we only can really do that when we take enough time and space to deeply listen to our own internal voice and calling. This is biological where we're raised to fit into a culture and a society and a family and a community. And yes, we need a lot of those skills that we learn in that time period where we're developing, but then we also pick up a lot of things that are not true to who we are, you know, just uniquely down to the core. So I believe actually a part of our journey is to really ask that question of, I like to approach it through the question of what do you want? Because I believe when we tune into what we want from a deep desire level, we find our home. And from that home, we can express who we are. We can share what we're here to share. We can receive what we're here to receive to experience the life and the business. If you're a business owner that you're here to experience. That's so beautiful. And amidst all of that though, I do think a lot of people get caught up in that we can control everything. And there are certain things that are just meant for us that will happen no matter what. A lot of them are tied to our deepest desires. And I know in my own life, like when I was faced with my deepest desire coming into my life, I ran from it. So I think you're right. Like a lot of it is diving into what we desire so that when it comes, we can receive it. This is a big piece right now in the conversation for women, especially like we're learning that it's very hard to receive, like we can't receive and that's what we're designed to do. I'm excited to get into this. I want to talk about the universal laws Mm -hmm. and in your experience, like please identify them for everyone because there's a lot of misconceptions too about that. Let's start there. Like, let's just talk about the universal laws as they are and as they don't change. (laughs) They've been this way 
for exactly. a They have been this way for a long time. And, and we can look at all the ancient spiritual or mystic texts, but also science. These are laws yeah. that govern how the universe operates. And if a person can start to become familiar with them, we're actually already operating by them. It's yeah. just a matter of, are you using them in a way that's productive, that's moving you towards what you want to create? Or are you using them in a way that's keeping you stuck or stagnant or blocked and frustrated and not able to create what you're here to create? So basically they're present everywhere. If you Google universal laws, you'll get all kinds of information, but I work with a basic setting and there's all these subsidiary laws related to these seven. And, you know, I can introduce just a couple of them. I think that would be helpful because seven in a short period of time could be way too much, but what I do is I introduce them to my clients, like in my, I have a monthly group program and we work on a theme every single month and I'm bringing the laws in constantly. So a person has a new way to see the world through truth, these laws that are always in operation and something as simple as someone's facing a problem. The universal law of polarity says that everything is created as a whole. There's no half of anything. So when you have a problem, you always have a solution, right? So just even that, I had a business owner who was trying to sell a new product and, you know, he was just like, I don't know where it's going to happen or how it's going to happen, but I know I want to do this. I was like, okay, if you know you want to do this, the solution is here. Let's start to uncover what that is. You mentioned something earlier about control. There's just so many things we can bring into this conversation, but with that particular client, what happened was, yes, we knew there was a solution. So we had to bring in the law of cause and effect. Nothing exists outside of cause and effect. So what did he need to do differently to be able to create this effect that he wanted? So it's just like looking at those simple things can create the world of a difference. Oh, yes, 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 yes. What does applying these laws, and maybe you can give us a couple examples as an entrepreneur look like? Because a lot of people are looking for this formula and I don't think there is one. I mean, I believe we're all souls and we, I believe in reincarnation and I believe there's a lot of, there's certain lessons we're here to learn. But the spiritual laws, the universal laws do not change amidst whatever lessons we're here to learn. And if you have felt drawn to build your own business, that's a deep desire, like you spoke about, and there's something you're here to do, right? Yeah. And so I would love to hear like what applying these laws looks like amidst, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're still yourself. You still have the wounds you have and things that happen to you in life that you have to move through, right? Yeah. I think yeah. sometimes in corporate, we can really run from those things. And as an entrepreneur, you can't because it's you. It's like your energy every day and what's affecting you in your life affects your business. So I would love for you to just touch on how that all interplays. Okay. Yeah. That's such a great question. And, you know, I do want to start out by saying the growth that an entrepreneur can go through as they grow, I feel like, and I've done a lot of healing work, <laughs> you know, but when I really started to focus on truly building my business, I was like, wow, this is some of the deepest spiritual growth I've had to go through, <laughs> you know? So I think there's two things that are coming up as we're talking about entrepreneurship related to the laws. One is as an entrepreneur, this is not how most people are raised. It, we might be hitting a shift in that right now, you know, kind of as a result of the pandemic too, where people are taking 
their destiny a little bit more into their own hands. But in our education systems, we're taught to show up, do what you're supposed to do, and then you get the good grade, you go to the next level. Take the test, do well, you'll get the reward. And being an employee, you show up, you do your work, you get your paycheck. You know, as an entrepreneur, you have to do everything. You have to sell, you know, you have to market. And I think what I've been told and I've experienced it myself and I've seen it in people that I coach is the biggest thing people resist is sales. Yeah. So someone will say, well, I've been building my website. I've been building this course. I was like, okay, well, how many people have you sold it to? How many people have you talked to, to sell it? How much are you putting yourself online and sharing who you are? So there's two laws I want to bring into this. One is the law of sacrifice. And it's not one of the seven main ones, but it's required anytime we want to grow, we have to let go of something of a lower vibration to step into a higher vibration, right? So part of that for an entrepreneur, and I'm just going to go deep, is that we believe our safety and our worth is in getting other people's approval. That's not true, right? So then we manipulate ourselves. We try to manipulate our message we hide from our glory and our beauty because we want everyone to think what we're doing is okay. The paradox is that when you really step into who you truly are, not what everyone else is doing and not what you think everyone else is going to like from an insecure place, right? Then you actually grow. And I've had to go through this. You know, it's sometimes when I do like the stupidest, goofy social post that I feel I'm like, this is hilarious. This is me. Like, that's the thing that actually resonates with people, you know, not the like, let me try to do this video so people like it, right? That's not entrepreneurship, that's insecurity. And there's no judgment, you know? So being able to let go of that, to sacrifice that insecure part and step into the truth that you are powerful, you are divine, you are here to do this. And then can I bring in one more law? So then there's, there's a law called the law of vibration you start to like exist on a different frequency where you know that you're here to help someone else. So anytime you're talking to someone, it's not about, can I get their approval? It's like, how can I help this person? That's what a sale really is. How can I help this person? And if we're aligned, great. And if we're not great and knowing that I'm going to get rejected, you're going to get rejected. That's why people avoid sales. But the growth is like, it doesn't mean anything about me. It's like, I'm going to keep stepping into this. So when you raise your vibration and also when you're in the vibration of giving, Mm -hmm. not how much can I get, there's a whole different circulation. (laughs) I love it. You see it, right? You know, you enter into a different level of flow, but that's not the messages we get from the media, right? We get, there's not enough. People are taking things away. People who are selling things are crooks, you know? So bringing those truths in, and I love what you're saying too, like, because you've said this a couple of times to not run away. Yeah. Right. And the growth that we experience, this is a Leland Vell Vanderwall quote, it's directly proportional to our ability to see our truth and not run away. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah. that is my experience. And I think when we do run away, we really feel way worse after, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's, so much to be said for just like moving through that discomfort. And a lot of these laws are things we can't always see. Like when people hear the word vibration, they're like, what does that mean? Yet we all feel it. Yes. Feel like when we're around certain people and it feels off, we know when we're around people that light us up, we know that's vibration. That is what vibration is. It's energy. And 
I think that we're entering this time where we're going, we're moving away from trying to make everything so logical because I, my life is not logical. (laughs) And that has made me feel very isolated because it's Mm. not, it doesn't fit into like the logical way that people see life. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to go within, like you said, and that's where I want to go next. Like I know this term new earth is being used and I'm a big believer that there are massive shifts that 2020 was the beginning of the shifts because there's a lot of light that's coming in. Talk about vibration. Mm -hmm. And there's this like new age of business that's being birthed, it feels like, and this rise of consciousness, right? Some people are on board, some people aren't, but a lot of people are experiencing like true awakenings that go against a lot of the old paradigm. And they're like, what do we do? And I think we are all building this new paradigm. Like there isn't really a, but the spiritual laws are still a constant. So I would love for you to talk about what does that feel like and look like for you and in your work? And as you work with entrepreneurs, like where do you see us going in business? Well, first I want to just say that everything you just said is really beautiful. Like hearing that and tuning into that is incredible. And I guess I would say that my work with my clients is always going inside. You know, it's like, what's the the internal work? And I feel like we're waking up more to the reality that we're creating our reality. You know, maybe we got that, like whenever the matrix came out (laughs) so many years ago, like in a mass cultural perspective, but it's really removing that my external circumstances determine my life. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah, maybe I don't see the clients yet or the whole like laid out plan of the incredible business. You know, it's realizing I get to create that and all we get is the next step. You know, and I think, (laughs) right. (laughs) If we go back to control, oh my God, you're just going to sit there for a while, aren't you with your head back? (laughs) Right. Because I think we know, like a lot of us know this too. We want to control it. And, and someone really wonderful said this to me. She was like, control is a trauma response, you know, but the truth is we only get the next step. So it's that courage to say, okay, I know I get to create, I know I get to respond to whatever's in front of me. I think we forget that we have the ability to choose. We always have the ability to choose what our reaction is, or I should say our response to any given situation. Reaction is a reaction of something of the past, right? We want to be able to show up to what's here in front of us and keep responding in new ways so that we evolve. I mean, especially in business, there is no script. Owning a business, there's no arrival point. Like we have to be open and flexible. You know, I I know people who some rule changes on Amazon and they lose their entire business. We're in a lot of volatility right now. So to go back to the message of your podcast, how do we come home? Because in that sense of knowing home and in knowing as a business owner, but as just a human being, you can create something goes wrong. You can choose to create your next experience. And I think a lot of people experiencing anxiety, you know, I see this when I help people with making money, they're really resolving is this insecurity that they're not enough, that they can't resource themselves. And once a person figures that out, It's like that money worry, that need to like hold on or grip or control starts to get much, much quieter and you enter into a different sense of, 
you know, what I was saying at the beginning, like opening up to something greater, letting it move through you rather than let me get this, arrive, hold this, be static, stop. It's really circulation. Oh yeah. The circulation. I love that word. Someone at one of my events recently said that she's so wonderful. And we just loved that word because money circulates. It's not really meant to be hoarded. That's for sure. (laughs) And it's not really meant to just be clutched like it's going to go away. I mean, just believing and knowing that we live in this like very sufficient universe versus deficient. I love this word sufficiency too. That's something I'm trying to use more. Mm -hmm. When is it ever enough? If we're not enough, that's what fuels the journey that there isn't enough. And I really see all these different stories of people on all across the spectrum from poverty to wealth and everyone's chasing this not enough story and that there's got to be more, like more, more, more. And I know that people that are on either spectrum can't always understand both, but the reality is you could have all the money in the world and have no relationships in life or just continue to be chasing. And I think that's why abundance is so much about like finally arriving at a place where you feel you are enough and have enough right now. And you're open to how things grow and evolve and expand from there. I'm really, for my own life, I'm making a conscious choice to be done with the like chasing and like, mm. is there ever going to be enough? Cause I have enough right now. And like yeah. the next step is really all we can take today is all we really have. I know it's so cliche, but like, if we all could really anchor into like, I'm going to die tomorrow, would we be happy with what we have right now? You know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, there is something that's true about life also is that it's always growing and expanding, you know, so it is our nature to want more, but I think what we're getting to clean out right now is what is that more coming from? More money isn't going to make you happy necessarily. If it's a vehicle to allow you to live in the way that you want to live, great to give in the way that you want to give. But, you know, I've seen this too, where people think like, when is it going to be enough? Like when I'm going to stop? For whatever reason, this metaphor of like, you know, a horse shows up to a beautiful lake and it's not like, oh my God, I don't even know if horses drink out of lakes, but it's not like I need to drink this whole lake. Like there's so much water. It's like the horse drinks the water. It's done. It goes on. There's no like weird psychology around. I need to get more, 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 more. So I think we actually have an intrinsic knowing again, when we can shut off all that noise and those external voices to what is enough for me right now? Not did I do enough today because someone told me I wasn't enough. So, you know, I have clients like that. It's like, I get to the end of the day and I still feel like I didn't do enough. Then we have to go in and clean that I'm not enough script. All we have is the present moment. It is giving us everything. Like everything is enough. So just to quiet down those voices and get to the truth of, what is that to you? Because there's something in there that is unique. It's very aligned. It knows exactly what you need and it knows exactly what the next step is. And it's not operating from fear. It's actually operating from desire and life and love. And when we start to listen to that, I think our life shows up in a very different way. Mm. Thank you for that. I would love for you to talk about goals versus intentions and why are goals not as critical in business as we all think they are? 
Well, a goal is great because it gives your life direction. It's just like putting something in your Google Maps. Yes, you can get in your car and just drive, but also if you know, like, I want to go to this place, you put that goal in there and you figure out what happens along the way. But I think what's important is what is the intention behind the goal, right? So if we take it and look at entrepreneurship, you have a goal that you want to hit a certain number this month or this year, but is the intention behind that trying to get, and I think that's where people start to get confused. It's like, well, I got to make this sale. I got to find this client. And it's like, that's really, that's a fear intention, right? Again, that there's not enough, like to switch that to who can I help? Who can I serve? There's a very different intention of giving. And then also being able to be open enough again for women to be able to receive this. So I think the goal is important because it gives us direction, something to be in relationship to. But on our way to that goal is where we get to discover so much about ourselves and keep sort of understanding why did I even set that goal to begin with? Because I have found, you know, when I wanted to start learning how to make more money, I had my reasons at the time, but then, okay, I took the next step, the next step and the next step. And like I said earlier, I was like, whoa, this is a spiritual journey. (laughs) You know, this is like, this is a deep unfolding. This is not about the money. The money comes, but man, it's like, that's not the focus. I enjoy the prosperity and and I enjoy one thing I was just reading about this the other night too, where divinity or God or whatever, the universe, whatever you want to call it, wants us to experience beautiful things or, you know, experiences beauty and, and abundance through us. So that was like, again, we're conduits, right? We're conduits for experience, for prosperity, for love. We're conduits for anything. Yes. And we can choose with our power to choose like how we want to design our lives through growth, through like this continued awakening. I do believe like business is a vehicle for love. Yes, that's right. And that's the perfect segue into my next question, which is what does it look like to build a heart-based business, to be heart-centered in business? One of the ways that I tell people is to just be in a state of flow and allowance. Like if things are trying to leave your life and leave your business, let them go versus trying to clutch and watch something new flow in. Mm-hmm. So I would love for you to talk about like, how do you see building a heart-based business and, and yeah. what does it look like now? So I love that question. I think it relates to, first of all, what is a person's truth? What is their vision for their business? I know a huge growth step for me was I was running uh, low-cost holistic healthcare clinics and keeping the fees really low. Most of my adult life, I was in New York City living as a dance artist. I wasn't around a ton of quote unquote prosperity or that mindset. I reached a point where I realized, wow, this is actually depleting me. I love going there. I love giving, but it was costing me energy. It was costing me money. And so I made a next shift and tried that out for a while. And I just kind of kept listening, like, okay, I love this, but something's not feeling aligned. And I got to a point when I actually resisted for about six months working with this particular coach. And then I finally hired him. And one of the first things we got to in my 
first day with him was the honest truth of how much I wanted to charge. And that was scary to me. And it took me months to integrate that. But that's what led to my quantum leap. So I'm bringing this up because first, I think we need to start with what's honestly true for us. Because yes, some people are meant to serve and charge $100,000 for three months of work. Some people are meant to serve 100,000 people charging $17, whatever your model is that's true to you. So that's first. I think we need to really uncover that and not waver from that. Because I have done that too. And I've seen my clients do it. I'm like, well, I want to do this. And it's like, what about this? And what about this? You know, then your business is just all over the place. It's not centered in your heart. And then I think it's, you know, just to keep this brief, the next thing is that it's a space of giving, right? So what is the thing you're providing? Like when your heart opens up, you're willing to give and you're also willing to receive. So I think it is finding that, that balance of that circulation of flow that's really grounded in your truth. And in knowing, I think a lot of people have a hard time claiming this, that the thing you're offering to someone, if you believe in it, and you've seen it work for yourself and other people, you are giving someone the incredible gift of transformation, whether that's through coaching or a mattress. (laughs) I mean, I love a good mattress. I, you know, so I'll just, you know, say those two tools help a person stay centered in their truth and also in their confidence, their ability to give and to receive. That's beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The conversation was so beautiful. I always like to end with giving like practical ways that people can ground this in their life starting today. So yeah. what are one to three rituals or practices that entrepreneurs can implement to start applying some of the universal laws to their business today? Yeah, well, I would say definitely re-listen to this (laughs) (laughs) because we talk about it. I teach on the universal laws pretty regularly, you know, through some of my free offerings and definitely through the group and private coaching that I do. So go to michelleboulay.com, connect with me there, download my free resource. But I would say the thing I always start off with people is the question of what do you want? right? That's a cause and effect question. That's taking that law into action because you start to open up to listening, right? So that's a cause. The effect is you start to hear, then you can set a new cause. Like, what do I want to start doing now to bring this desire to life? You check the effects, you see how they go, what needs to keep shifting. So that simple question of what do you want? And then I also think it's very, very important because I know as business owners, especially if you're running a small business, I mean, any size, but you're doing a ton of work and it's really necessary. This is cause and effect again, right? To step back and have quiet time, whether that's meditating or journaling, just so that you allow that clarity and that quiet voice from within to be there to guide you. This is actually something I also practice because I've been dancing for 40 years of my life in movement. So when I'm working with clients also, that's a practice I give to them to be able to move. I call it moving with innate wisdom. So you're in tune with that and you're opening up your body to be available to that too. So bringing in that embodiment piece. So that was a couple of tools in there, but I think people can pick. (laughs) Embodiment is the new normal. (laughs) Yeah. I love that you brought embodiment in because that's the journey I'm on right now. And mm. The hardest, I think, the hardest piece of this journey because mm. you realize how disconnected we are from our body, which has all the wisdom. I mean, I do believe like the universe is all around us. God is above us, within us. But I also believe like 
we came into these bodies with that wisdom. And a lot of us are looking for all these answers outside because I think going within is very scary, right? Mm -hmm. Going within is where the breakthroughs live. So I love that you ended it there. Thank you, Michelle, for the work that you do in the world and all the people that you give to and help through your wisdom. I am so honored that we connected and thank you for making the time today. Thank you. Thank you for doing this for people and bringing me on. It's a pleasure. Oh, I would love for you to let people know where they can connect with you and anything you have going on right now. Okay. Yeah. So go to michelleboulet.com and then just download the free resource that I have there. We, we kind of rotate between two. So check them out and, and get there or cool. get that. And then go to Instagram at michelle.boulet. You can find me there. Facebook. I'm also on Facebook. Those are my social media platforms. And, you know, if any of this resonated, I would, I would love to get a message and just open up a conversation to see if there's a way I can help you. Mm, beautiful. Thank you, Michelle. I hope you have the most glorious week. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, Low. Love.